Welcome to the Savvy Working Mom podcast. This is the place where we share strategies to help you create a life you love. I'm your host, Whitney, a real-life working mom at a Fortune 500, professional speaker, and coach. I'm going to help you get real-life relief with simple systems so you can find more time and have less stress. With intentional and daily action, you can live your best days now and forever. Hey, Mama. In this episode, we talk about three things you can do to maintain some sanity and balance while you work, parent, and teach all from home. You've probably heard that clarity and self-care are two of the keys for building an awesome life. But in today's busy world, who has the time to figure out exactly what that means for herself? You can learn on your own, but you're learning in a vacuum. And with how much you have going on, it becomes really easy to put your own personal growth on the back burner, which is where I come in. When you work with me, you'll get support from someone who really understands the challenges of being a working mom. I want to give you a special invite to request a free strategy call with me by visiting thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. Again, that URL is thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. I look forward to talking to you soon. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. No, who am I kidding? It's just the worst of times. This coronavirus pandemic is really making things difficult for so many of us. And for me, it's manifesting in a really, really hard time being present. And I know that being present is one of the key components to living a life that I love and to getting my job done, to enjoying the time with my family and defining that elusive work-life balance. Yet it's hard, like so hard. And the odd part about it, I guess the irony is I'm physically in one place and physically being in one place all day, nonstop, makes it even harder to be present. Locked down in my apartment, I'm still working full time. In fact, the responsibilities at my job have picked up and so I'm working longer hours now than I was before. Like at first I thought, oh, I'll be working remote. This is going to be awesome. You know, my commute will be erased and I'll be able to replace that commute time with cooking and yoga and hanging out with my son. But no, I'm just working through that commute time and then some. It's intense in this moment. At some point, I know it's going to drop off and I'm cool with it. It's just really intense the way that my job is picked up uh, while working from home. At the same time, my son is home and my husband is home. And I don't really get to see them as much as I thought I would. And when they're here, I am locked in the bedroom working. Now you would think you go in, you close the door, you put your headphones in, you turn on your Zoom or your Teams or whatever video conferencing system you're using, you get heads down and you get the job done. Yeah, not so much because I live in a New York City apartment and the walls are thin. It's a tiny place with thin walls and I can hear them and I hear my son laughing and I hear my husband laughing or I hear my son acting up and I hear my husband reprimanding and all I can think is what's going on out there? What am I missing? Why is he laughing? Why is that so funny? Oh, what went wrong? What's happening? It's kind of this nonstop trying to ignore that my son and my husband are out in the other room, living life, bonding deeper, getting to know each other in a way that I'm not getting to do. 
And focusing on my job, which in this moment is really, really important to the many, many people that are on my team. So is it the best of times? Is it the worst of times? Closer to the worst. I mean, there's also the thing to throw in there for me. I am 35 weeks pregnant right now. And the idea of giving birth in the middle of this pandemic, let's just say it was not in my birthing plan. Like not even a little bit. I'm cool though, because the hospital that I am planning and planning to deliver at is now allowing birthing partners. That's right. At one point in time, they said no partners allowed. So I'd have to labor and deliver alone, which isn't even the part that scares me the most. The part that scared me the most was that I wouldn't have an advocate. I wouldn't have someone to step out of the room if something went wrong and go find someone for me. But that's a whole nother podcast. Let's get back to finding this work-life balance. When you're locked in a room and your husband and children are in a whole nother room, living a whole nother life, you can hear them, but you can't focus. Also, when you're just home in one location, nonstop, week after week, it can get really hard. So here are the things that I found to help. And I know that I just said, I spend my time in the bedroom working, looking for an ability to be with my husband and son. But the first is to make sure that you schedule me time. It is so important to avoid burnout and not succumb to the heavy, heavy pressure and mental load that we feel right now, that you take some time for yourself and to decompress. That is really important for me and for you, because you know what? We're both human. Scheduling me time is a key part of finding work-life balance no matter where you are physically located. So I would say try and schedule some time throughout the day. That's what I've been doing. So even if it's just five to seven minutes to just sit and breathe deeply and meditate or to stretch and do some yoga, have a cup of tea, um, schedule some social media time, right? And look at funny memes. Don't go down the rabbit hole of the negative news, but just look at funny memes. Those are things that are working for me. But whatever it is that works for you, find that time, whether it's five to seven minutes, a few times throughout the day, a big chunk of 20 minutes in the morning or the evening, but find some time so that you can recharge yourself. It's extremely important. Make sure that you have water, and healthy snacks. I know it's so tempting to raid the fridge nonstop when you're home, but get some healthy snacks and water. Set them up in your workspace so that you don't have to get up and go find that temptation of brownies or cookies or whatever might be lurking in the back of your pantry. Um, And ensure that you are taking the time to eat those healthy things, to drink that water, and to Do whatever else you need to do to feel good. Maybe it is taking a bath at the end of the day. Maybe it's waking up early so that you can be alone for a moment in the house. Maybe you're a night owl and instead it is staying up late so that you can be alone. I'm an early morning person. So for me, it's getting up before my son and well before my husband so that I can just sit and drink my coffee and breathe. Think about my day or think about nothing at all. It really sets the tone for a much more interesting and peaceful day where I feel more in control and happier. The next thing to do 
is to work on being present. And I know that it's hard. I just shared with you my serious struggle of being locked in a room and hearing life going on outside the room. But if you're feeling exhausted or concerned, being present is the thing that is going to help you stay sane. So one of the things that I found to help me do this is to time block. So in my schedule throughout the day, there are 10 or 15 minutes that I've pulled out a few times a day to allow me to step out of the room and go be with my husband and son. If it's in the middle of a tantrum, kind of sucks. But if they're playing and having a good time, it's kind of awesome. And I schedule one of those for right around the time he needs to take a nap because he's so sweet and cuddly when he's tired. And I get to hold him and just be with him, my son, not my husband. He is not sweet and cuddly when he's tired. He's probably the opposite of that. But with my little son, I get to hold him and be with him for a moment, right? It really is 10 minutes. And then we have to kind of trade off my husband and I. That also gives my husband a break to go, you know, I don't know, go to the bathroom, eat, do whatever it is that needs to get done while I get to bond with my son. And that recharges me. You know, it happens somewhere around one o'clock and I've probably been up since a little before five. And that really kind of resets the day, re-energizes me and helps me to feel great. And during that time, I am not thinking about work. It's 10 minutes out of the day that I just don't think about work. I'm fully present with my son. Hey again, it's Whitney. I hope that you're enjoying the show. If you're a busy mama who wants more time for herself and her passions, get started today by getting my free video short course, More Time and Less Guilt by Monday at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time. If you're new here or haven't yet done this, it is definitely the first step to getting started and applying these principles to your life. Head on over to thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time and grab your free gift today. Again, I know that it's hard. So here are a few tips on how to be present in this crazy time when you're all living under one house at the same time and you can hear everything. The first would be to leave your phone somewhere else when you're trying to be present with your family. Put it in another room. The second is to use the post-it method. Y'all know I love post-its. When you have a thought that pops into your head that you just simply cannot ignore, write down whatever that thought is on a post-it. This goes for when you're with your family or when you're working, right? And maybe you're thinking about family stuff or that news article that you wanted to get back and read or some stat that you wanted to look up and just write it down on the post-it and know that you can come back to that post-it at a later time. Put your mind right back on what it is that you wanted to be present with, whether it's your family or your job. Try to schedule the time with your family the same way that you schedule work, right? So if at 6.30 or 6 o'clock it's time to cook dinner, just put it in your calendar like a meeting, time to prep dinner, and then focus on doing that. Focus on being with your family as you cook together or being with yourself if you find it relieving like me to just close the kitchen. We, are, we have a galley kitchen, so it's a, it's a tiny kitchen um, with a door, 
uh, sliding door. So slide the door closed, start chopping some onions and we cook fast. So it's only 15 to 20 minutes till food's on the table, but that's 15 to 20 minutes of me physically doing something that doesn't involve anybody else. And also knowing I'm providing for my family and I like to eat. So getting excited about what's about to come, you know, off the stove and onto the table. And that makes a great day for me. But when I spend my time closing the kitchen, fretting about work, fretting about what's going to happen when I deliver this baby in the middle of a pandemic, thinking about everything I missed out on for the day, like I don't get relieved. So put that stuff to the side. That's what I do. I just put it to the side and I'll worry about it later if it's something to worry about. If it's something that I can't control, I really just try and let it go. But I close the door and I focus and I'm present for that 15 to 20 minutes. If you can do that with all the tasks, all the things that you need to know that you know you need to do each day, it is going to help you to not only be more present, but to find more balance. The same with TV. Like if you are taking the time to watch TV, put the phone down. Do not watch your favorite show because if it's your favorite show, it must be good. Do not watch your favorite show and also be scrolling through Facebook and Instagram, right? You're losing the value and numbing out a little bit. So learn to watch TV without holding your phone. I know it's a crazy concept, but it is going to help you and being present in all the things that you do, whether it's watching mind numbing TV, cooking, hanging out with your son or running a meeting, make the difference between feeling sane and feeling happy and feeling completely out of control or stressed or not really just being able to love life. The last tip that I have to help you find work-life balance during this crazy time is to do the most important thing first. Whether that is for your home, for your family, for yourself, for your job, after you take a little bit of me time in the morning when you first wake up, do the most important thing first. Schedule that, get it done for the day. This will allow the rest of your day to feel like whatever comes through you can handle because you'll look back and say, okay, that one thing I needed to get done today, it's already done. It's done by seven or by nine, right? If it's a work thing, maybe it's done by 10, but schedule it first and just get it done. If for some reason there are constraints around doing that thing, that important thing first, then the first thing you should do is to set up your day to make it happen as soon as possible and ideally before lunch. So if you got to make a few phone calls or send a few emails or put together a presentation or clean up the laundry or whatever it is to get that most important thing done as soon as possible, schedule your day to do those pre-tasks so that you can get that most important task complete before lunch. That way when the day happens because days happen. Even when you're at home, there is just stuff coming at you. In fact, I think being home has made more things come at me. Like there's definitely a lot more mess to clean up. There is a lot more feelings and emotions to manage. There are a lot more meals to make, right? Everything is, there's actually more working from home right now with everyone here. There's just more. Um, But at the end of the day, as life comes at me, when I get the most important thing done first, I can go to bed knowing, yeah, okay, this was a thing that had to happen and it happened. I feel good about that. I feel content about what I accomplished today. And that's how I want you to feel. So do the most important thing first. And where you can't do it immediately first, then first set up your day, schedule your day to make that most important thing happen before lunch. 
That's it, mama. Those are the three tips that I have to help you get through this crazy, crazy time of working from home with everyone around you. Make sure that you schedule and find some me time. Be present in whatever you're doing, whether it is working, being with your family, or even watching mind-numbing TV. Just be present. And remember to do the most important thing first, or at least as soon as humanly possible and definitely before lunch. Work-life balance, you know, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know I have some issues with the idea of work-life balance because like, what are you really, really balancing? But I think at the end of the day, it's just an easier way to say finding that peace and that contentment in our lives. And those three tips will help you to do it even when everything else outside and around you seems to be going crazy. It's okay. And I think the big trick, if there was a bonus tip I wanted to give you, it is to give yourself grace. Know that you don't have to do it all right now. Know that this is hard and we are all struggling to make it work. And it's a new challenge. Every day is a new challenge in a new way that we've never anticipated before. So give yourself a little grace because you know what? It doesn't have to be perfect. If you want a little help with giving yourself grace, just pick one thing, one positive thing that you want to happen from this coronavirus outbreak, being stuck at home, Um, or being safe at home, right, is a better way to think of it, being safe at home, one positive thing you want to happen from that, and then focus on making that one thing happen and give yourself grace with everything else. It might be you just want to keep your job through all of this. It might be that you want to bond with your kids more. It might be that you're one of those people who have lots of time or just extremely organized and you want to learn a new skill. Like pick the one thing, focus on that and give yourself grace around everything else because it's a lot, mama. It is a lot going on right now. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. That's all we've got for this episode of the Savvy Working Mom podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Also make sure to link up with us at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash blog and on Instagram at thesavvyworkingmom. And please just share, share, share this podcast with any other mama who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, with intentional and daily action, you can live your best days now and forever.